to the best of your ability. Um, and then when you go back and look at the film, you see what works, you see what doesn't, you do more of the stuff that works, and then maybe you drop some of the other stuff. And I think that's how you grow as an offense. But um, when everybody is, is saying, call this play, call that play, it, it makes it tough just for everybody to do their jobs. I think everybody just needs to worry about their job, and uh, we'll, we'll just keep growing and going in the right direction together. So, Max, I ask you, as a collective unit, do you think it's just as simple as eliminating the bad plays and increasing the good plays? Is it being uh, sticking with a, a, a plan and kind of not reworking it as much as it is just eliminating the bad things? I mean, what goes through your mind when you hear Mitch say something like that? And, and let me just preface by saying this. I understand what he's saying. It's about keeping things together because right now the fraying edges of the offense are starting to show really bad. Well, I mean, absolutely no doubt, Wolf. I mean, when you look at the production you had yesterday, it's not good enough. It's not any different from what we saw last year. I mean, at the rate we're going, this is what you can expect uh, another day where Najee is below 100 yards in, in total scrimmage yards. Uh, Mitch Mitch went for 168 yards and one touchdown, one interception um, on 33 attempts. Uh, let's see. Jalen Warren had four for 15. We only had 91 total yards rushing. That is, you know, just a shot a little bit over two, 200 and what? 258 yards of roughly 259, of offensive production yesterday. That's not good enough. That's, that does not win you games. That is an aberration with week one. You have to do something offensively to get this team sparked. And listen, you always blame the quarterback, right? Whether we win, whether we lose, we blame the quarterback, Wolf. But no, you know how it is. We blame the offensive line. The line always gets blamed. Order. You know how it is for us. That's the beast yeah. of burden that we, we are. We gave up three sacks. Okay, if we're going with the we O line. <laughs> no, I narrative. just know. I know how it goes. Yeah. All I'm saying is, you and me both know from inside the locker room. That's where the first blame goes. Okay, before it hits that the quarterback, true. you know it'll kind of. But it starts with the offensive line because they'll immediately start to point to he didn't do this and he didn't do that, and the offensive line didn't give this much, uh, you know, a, uh, time in the pocket and the running game. So you know what I'm talking about. So. We'll go from there. Touche. Touche. <laughs> Can I say touche? All touché, right. Touche, yes. But, yeah. But, um, is it but French? I, I, I never understood. Yeah, is, that, is that, that French? Th yeah, that is French. That is French. Okay. All right. I was just wondering. Yeah. But why aren't we talking about Matt Canada? Why aren't we talking about the horizontal pass game that is the Pittsburgh Steelers in this offense? You know, it's funny. We saw all these dialed-up plays at training camp, right? All these deep shots and guys were open or contesting mm -hmm. for it. I don't see those here. Where, where are those same plays, Wolf? Where is where are some deep crossers, good seam routes? We attack the seam or to the middle of the field maybe two, three times a game. And when you're throwing the ball, what did I say, Mitch? Uh, 33 attempts. 
30 attempts are all sideline to numbers and five to seven yards or less. And they're supposed to be catch and run plays. There's no catch and run because they're, they're, you're, you're not you're not escaping from anybody. Not like only, none of the routes are taking you out of it. Well, not only that, when you run the out routes, you run out of bounds. I mean, generally. Yes. You know, I mean, there's, yeah. there happens to be a thing called momentum that takes you out of bounds on the out routes. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, so I, we're giving Mitch all this flack, but, you know, if Pickett was in there, I don't know how much – I don't think it would be that much better. No, I – If any. Yeah, I, I don't mean, even think it would be any difference. Frankly, I, I, I don't think you go to that right now. You can't. Because if no. you go to that all of a sudden and that doesn't work out, then we're, what, what are you going to do? Do you well, know what I mean? mean? And, well, and, and, the, and the mob wanted blood yesterday, you know? Uh, it, it was, it was it in was the arena. Too, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, but I wish people would understand just because you drafted him in the first round does not mean he's ready. Yeah. <laughs> and right. everybody, you, everybody wants to talk about the new thing until the new thing actually gets in there and becomes the old thing. I would rather it be the right situation than just the now situation. So for all of our Steeler fans, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. First of all, it's not Pitt Panther football. This isn't the ACC we're playing in anymore, okay? I want everybody to understand that. This is the NFL. And, yes, the AFC North took a lick under the chin yesterday. We went 0-4. Wolf, did you know that? Uh, Yes, I did. I did. Okay, good. You know, so we're tied for first. Yes, we are. <laughs> exactly. With with Baltimore and Cleveland. Yes. Three-way tie. Uh, rubber match uh, coming this Thursday. But, you know, I want people to understand. There's a reason why I wasn't, oh, my gosh, he's going in right now. No. You have to work with Mitch. What I think has to happen is for offensive coordinator Matt Canada, there has to be a compromise in your system with the players and personnel You've got to get more vertical. You've got to create more lanes and rub routes and different things to get guys open and free. Right. Because right now, you know, everybody's booing when, when Mitch throws a check down. Check down is the best option in the moment. Right. And then also, hey, offensive line, we've, we've got to continue to pick it up. They've got to continue to pick it up. And there were clean pockets yesterday. There just weren't guys open. In certain situations, and and there because there wasn't ways for guys to get away, or guys just weren't separating when they should have. Um, but I think it's just it's a holistic, fundamental approach mentally that this buy-in you have to go and try and rebuy guys into this, and even almost simplify it to a certain degree. I thought at moments the run game was solid, at moments, right? But it what it like that one sixteen play either. drive, yeah. Didn't have continuity. Like, that 16-play drive. Now, that should have been a touchdown. That should not have been three points. Right. That's the frustration when you, you know, when you talk about points per time of production, that's that's the ultimate goal where you, you should be able to produce one point per minute of production. Well, that drive was a little over six minutes, so it should have yielded a touchdown, and you gave your defense a nice blow in that situation, but you've got they've got to have that instinct and that continuity and it's just it's not there for whatever reason it's a block here a block there and i don't know if everybody is on the same page that's the, that's just my my two cents well i i think there's a growing sense of frustration it's starting to come out in some of the the comments that you hear for instance there was 
there was one uh, comment where they they asked Mitch about what 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 do you need to do to get more throws uh, in the middle of the field, and he said call concepts to get receivers there. So what does that tell you? <laughs> Somebody is not running the right routes, <laughs> or or they're not calling concepts the plays. With conceptual, because of course every you know when you come up you don't call all right you got a post you got this you got that you have concepts of what each and every person is doing and going downfield when faced with whatever coverage right so depending on the play so conceptually it's about getting people to the middle of the field now if you're not calling those that means that you're not wanting to go there am I does that make sense to you? No, no, that, that that makes sense to me. And then also, I, I I think when I when I hear about the concepts, I also think that you know when you're not calling those, that means right. people aren't doing it right in practice as well. Oh, okay, that that's another yeah. way. Yeah, you could put that in together. That's another yeah. one in the hat. The fact of the matter is, you're not putting people in the middle of the field because either a they're not getting or understanding the concepts, or b uh, the signal caller uh, that would be Matt Canada doesn't want to put people there and I think maybe it may be that some of the people don't understand what they're doing in the middle of the field I don't know you know that's something that we we don't we're not privy to do you know what I mean because if you are constantly right now I think Mitch is averaging like 5.1 or something like that in you know average pass attempt over to uh I think was um yesterday uh yeah it was it was 5.1 and then um What's his name? The other quarterback, he, he, he went eight over eight, right? I mean, you got Mac Jones oh, going Mac over Jones, eight. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm looking for my, my stats here, and I got it somewhere. But I think he was throwing at slightly over eight, that, that being the Jones. So regardless. You're talking about the, the yards per completion? Yeah, yeah, yards per attempt. Oh, yards know. per attempt. Yeah. The Kevin Colbert stat. Oh, that 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 is correct. Yeah. I don't have that. Don't no, have that's that seven. It's seven point two. I got it right here. And four point okay, two. Yeah, four point two for the Steelers. Seven point two for uh, the Patriots. So that's yeah. that. That's a problem. I mean, because that's that that's four point two is not going to get it. I thought it was over five, but here it is. It's four point two. You know, my my math is so bad. It's just you know. Well, I mean, no, no, no. It, it, that that was memorization, there, Wolf. That was just memorization. <laughs> don't, 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 don't blame the math. Just, just blame, blame the, the memory. You have a lot, but you have a lot of numbers in your head. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. um, but, By the way, but I, think, you, I, I take it you made your flight last night, right? Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. Hey, you th- remember we had that one delay? Well, I got. A, I had a second delay when I got to Dallas, so I was oh. plenty good. To make the, I was just hoping that the flight actually got off the ground. That's all I cared what about. What time did you get home, by the way? Eleven thirty. Eleven thirty, your time, which was my time. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's that about two thirty your time. Yeah. 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 That. So if the if the folks could have known how we were doing the the escape out of the stadium, trying to get Max to the airport in time uh, to catch his flight. Oh yeah. And then, and then we then we could have gotten lost were it not for Max having GPS. Because somebody oh, yeah. here was not familiar with Route 65 in the airport after his the only way that he knew was closed to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. We could have had an escape from Acrisure. Uh, <laughs> escape from Acrisure. Exactly. <laughs> that was exactly how it went. So yeah, uh, but I mean, 
But you you know, I mean, it's one of those things where I, I t- you know, I, I enjoy what I do. So you know, yeah, I, I you know, it's funny. Uh, one of my friends, I was like, Max, man, how many flights? I was like, I've flown six flights in the last uh, three days in a row. Oh my, goodness. you know, for three days. So two flights per day for the last three days. So. And then we'll be back. I'll be back on the road again Wednesday, baby. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. World exactly. tour. World tour. So yeah. <laughs> but but you know just but just to continue to talk about this wolf, I think it, it it's it's the frustration because you look around the league and and the other games I caught yesterday, mm-hmm. like drop. There were consistent drives. There was teams moving the ball. And it, you know, even for the fact we're talking about the 49ers, think about that one. Uh, you know, the whole Trey Lance experience is uh, oh boy, cut short. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even look at the Bengals. The Bengals are having their troubles. Yeah. The cow the Cowboys are down their their main quarterback, and you know, and Cooper Rush goes in there and puts puts it on puts it on the Bengals right at the end. Um, you know, the Texan the Texans are fighting. And, and and you know the Broncos don't look as great. So I mean, it's not all it's not all great. It's been some very ugly football around the league. So let so I mean we're right we're right mixed in with the ugly. And I mean <laughs> you know so I so I'm not too down on it. It's just like you said, you want to see production because there's a lot of hope, right? Yes, it is. But it is a transition at the end of the day. This is the first year without Ben Roethlisberger, and we were doing that stat about the last time the Patriots and Steelers played when Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady were not at the quarterback position. Right. And we were and we were all the way, what, 1994 or something like that? 98. 90, 90, 98, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. you're right, 98 because <clears throat> Brady was a rookie. So, I mean, I mean, come on. It's been, it's been 24 years. And, and for us, it's been 18 years since Ben. So, I mean, there's going to be a transition. There's, there's new philosophies, new players in these places. But, I mean, but it's got to get better. And, and like I said, week four, then I know what this team is. Week two, I'm still guessing. We're 50-50 right now. We're one and one, right, in games. So it's still no time to panic. And like you said, we're tied for first in the AFC North. Yes. At the end of the day, you want to still be in position to win your division or to be in position to make a playoff spot. That's, that, that, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. And right now, we're still in position. We we've been knocked back because you felt like you should have beaten the Patriots, but I think oh, the Patriots man. played a lot better since they did Week One. So, hey, give it to them. Those guys get paid, and, and they 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 made they made a couple more plays than we did, and a, they had a couple more calls go in their favor that went against us, or yeah. did not get called at all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. One of the things I said before the game was you got to clean up the, the mess on aisle eight, meaning the eight penalties that you had for fifty nine yards last week in the season opener in Cincy, right? Well, they did. Yeah. They only got penalized, what, three times. But the Pats, yeah. the Pats got penalized seven. But still, that didn't. Should have <laughs> been eight. Yeah, Actually, should have been nine. Should have been yeah, nine. There, yeah, and there's a, a number of things that, you know, if had had the Gunnar Olszewski, right, if he'd caught that ball, you know, it, it would have changed things. I mean, things happen. And it's not all Gunnar's fault by any means. You know, these are – Critical errors that happen in weighty moments of the game, as Mike Tomlin would say. And you know how it is as a team. You, you sit there and you go, all right, we took one on the chin right there with, with that one. And, and But there's other plays like that. And I think one of the things that when I look at this, I, and the whole thing comes down to this, I'm trying to simplify the whole thing. You know what I mean? And one of them is yeah. without a consistent running game, Max, there is no threat 
to putting an eighth man in the box. All right? And if you don't yeah. do that, you're not threatening any of your play action. I watched on one play action the when when Trubisky went to put the ball in in uh in uh, Najee's gullet there, the linebackers who were 8 yards deep didn't even take one step forward. They they yeah. they froze for a second and immediately started to backpedal after they saw that the, you know, the play action wasn't really Anything, you know, and they backpedaled and they got deep as all get out. And matter of fact, that's, I believe, when uh, when Mac Wilson jumped up and tipped the ball on Deontay. You know, you can't the, the go one, over the, the middle. one middle of the field route. Yeah, you can't <laughs> go over the middle if you can't get the linebackers to step up at all. Yeah, because both the linebackers are sitting on the seam at yeah. 12 yards. Yeah. Yeah, they, they could break on the ball and they could play right right between the numbers and the hash. And, and you've got that zone covered. They were playing zone defense. You did not see man at all in that game. Um, and and that, that's the other frustration, that if you can't run the ball, if there's no threat of Najee. I mean, I felt like there was a little bit of a threat when Jalen was running the ball at least. You know, There was a couple but, of times he popped, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you have to get to where it's that ferociousness when you when you jump off the ball. And, I'm, and, I, and listen, Najee is a phenomenal back. I'm yep. never, you're never going to hear me not say that. But there's times when – you just need to make a decision and just stick with it. Like, stop trying to dance for the extra yardage. Just, just pile up in front and just take a couple bodies with you. It's okay to, it's okay to, to string the cans along the back of the bumper, right? You know what I'm saying? And that's the defenders. It's okay to do that, you know? Make some noise when you do it. Have a couple guys sit there trying to drag you down and just go forward because you might get two or three extra yards as opposed to standing upright, dancing, and then get it, getting your legs wrapped up. Just pile drive forward and get the four, get the 4.5, and you're good. Because, I mean, our average gain per rush play was 4.1, but that's deceiving because Gunner had that 18-yarder on, uh, on the end around, jet sweep. Right. And before that, Najee had a long of eight. Jalen Warren had a long of six, and Mitch has has one scramble for seven yards. Um, so that gives you four point one. But really, Najee averaged three point three a rush. Jalen Warren averaged three point eight a rush, and those were your main rushers. And that was only nineteen attempts between the two of them. Mm. Mm. That's painful. That is. That is, I mean that that's one of the things where you look at it, you're just like. Man, come on. We we've got we've got to be better as a unit. And I know hey, I know not every day is going to be running, you know, a bunch of plays, but I mean, we ran we ran eight eight less plays than, than uh, New England. Right. Uh, and that was 66 to 58. We should be in that same range. We should be in the mid to high 60s if not at 70 plays based off of what Matt Canada's offense is supposed to be. We are behind schedule. We're losing 12 plays and that could and, and this was a and this was a good third down conversion day for the Steelers. Yeah, it was eight eight of fifteen. You're above fifty percent. That's what you want on third down. Yep. Now, also, you know, New England was nine of seventeen um, for fifty two point nine percent. But you know that that's where you want to be. You have to be in those higher numbers. You love to have a lot less third down conversions because you're getting it on first and second down. But listen, I'll take it however we can get it. But we still are behind by about twelve plays a game. <laughs> okay, let's step aside for a moment. Let's reload, regroup. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about a play that was like a gut punch, and you know what? It was exactly what Max said. 
And I didn't see it quite the same way. And I'm looking at it right now. We'll be back and tell you more about it when we come back. SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Back again. He waits. He throws it long down the right sideline. That pass will be caught for the touchdown. You've got to be kidding me. Nelson Aguilar outjumped Akello Witherspoon and took it in from 44 yards out with 22 seconds left till halftime. Nelson Aguilar came up with a 110-yard catch performance yesterday. And one of them was that second quarter when he got that single coverage and you got Akella Witherspoon playing butt ball down the sidelines and he didn't quite work it with into the sidelines as much as what, uh, you know, you'd probably like. But I will say this, you know, yesterday I when I watched this, I got it right on the screen in front of me, Max. You know, I, yeah. and I, I saw him, Akello turned to his right, then he looked back to his left. And about the time he got his head about 60% of the way around to what, you know, range of motion, whatever, you know, he, I, the ball was on him. And, and I was sitting there going, I don't think he located, but you know what? I, I read in the news this morning, he said, I wasn't worried about Aguilar elevating. He said, I was just going to cradle the ball. That's exactly what you said yesterday. But I'm sitting there going, why would you not be worried about him elevating? You know, I mean, (laughs) you got to locate the ball. I mean, time and again, Mike Tomlin says, okay, when you're running in man, you've got to be able to transition from running with the man to locating the ball. You got to snap your head around. Number two is you reach your hands to the wide receiver's hands, right? You stretch your hands to where his hands are. And, and, you know, the third thing is, if you got to elevate, because he's elevating, why don't you elevate? <laughs> I don't know. But he said, yeah. I didn't worry about it. So, I, you got it right, however we dial it up. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's what I said, Wolf, because I was sitting there, I was right parallel on our sideline, right at that spot, looking across the field at the throw, and I'm like, okay, Akello's ID the ball. Oh, wait a second. Nelson went up and over Akello because Akello right. put his hands out as though it was go- like he, like the ball, like he had tracked it perfectly on the path. Yeah. And then it was like Aguilar was the DB. It was going right, over the right. top for the interception, whereas, you know, Akello was running the route. And so that was that. And, th- and that was my frustration, you know, as well with it. It's like you have to go attack the ball. Like, you're not the receiver in this situation. You're the defender. So go act like a defender and go defend and go aggressively get the football. Pluck it out of the air um, versus expecting it to fall into your hands. And, th- and, that, was, and that proved to be the difference in the game, right? That, it, that was the absolutely. play that really broke the camel's back uh, on, on the game. Because, yeah, Gunner, Gunner's muff punt was one that gave them a short field, and they converted that into points. But it's that play. It's the explosive play, right? The 44-yard play that makes the difference in this ball game. And, you know, it, it was just it was a frustrating moment. Both offenses came into the game yesterday lacking explosive plays. You know, both defenses have been – you know, decent and so forth. The Steelers was spectacular in Cincinnati. Um, but, 
you know, you know, a Bill Belichick defense is going to be one that it's it's they're not going to beat themselves generally. But to go there and be able to make that catch and have that go down right before halftime, especially when you got the second half kickoff is yours coming up. Man, that's that, that's a killer. That's just a kick in the teeth. You know, I'm yeah. and I should know because I'm missing a tooth. By the way, I, yeah. I had to go and get I had to go and get like uh, in the dentist's office this morning, and they're like jamming stuff in there, you know, where they're measuring because the, you're gonna get a flipper oh, or something. Yeah. I don't the know. The gummies, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my you heavens, got the gummers. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. So it was it was an experience this morning, but uh, anyhow, getting back to the business at hand. Again, <laughs> looking at a kettle, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, it's one thing to say, okay, I, I, well, let me put it this way. Why would you say I didn't even worry about him elevating? I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like you got to know that at that point in time, uh, not not being aware that this guy might pull off something like that is 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 completely crazy to me. Yeah, no, I mean it, it's one of those that you're like, come on, man. That that that's that that's why you're there. You're there to anticipate. You have to have that sixth sense, that little spidey sense, right? The little tingle, right? Like, uh oh. Uh-oh, I feel this guy. He might elevate. I need to elevate, too. <laughs> and it was like, no. And it's no, maybe it just a elevation. moment in time. You know, again, when here's the thing, too. When you lose a game like that, you, like, scratch every sort of inconsistency, every sort of detail, and you magnify things. You're looking for something. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and the fact is, Akello was in position. Akello was there. Akello had his... Got his head around. Now, I don't think he located the ball exactly because it, he just didn't look like he was tracking it point on. But regardless, uh, Aguilar was. <laughs> he tracked it very well. Yeah, he, he he did track it especially well. And 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 kudos to him, right? I mean, yeah. that's why he was, he was brought in. And it they're just, both it, pros. It fr- yep. They're both pros, but it just it frustrates me when you know that we have an offensive coordinator – and they don't have an offensive coordinator by title, and we got we got outfoxed by the team that is lacking a true coordinator. That that that's the frustration, right? Yeah, well, there's no doubt. But that certainly was to me that that really going into halftime that just left you thinking, okay, this is this this ain't good. You know, I mean, it was just such a punch in the gut or tooth or whatever. <laughs> you know, regardless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're still you're still thinking about your dental appointment. I am. I you know, it was crazy this morning, man. It was just absolutely nuts. But certainly, I you know, the thing about it is, uh, Nelson Aguilar had one. He had a big day. You know, him and Jacoby Myers. They were really um, that soft spot in the zone. Whenever they went the two safety high, and they just they kept the one. I think in the second quarter, or at least in the first half, they ran the same route twice with two different people. And picked up uh, considerable yardage on both, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they they did. And then at the end of the game, I mean, just the running attack, the effort in the run, right? Oh. It just it, it, that was one of the things that your your defense you could see w- had just lost that spark. I think, and it had to do with that bad spot, right? The referee took way too long. What was know? that? It's like, it, it's like, it's like he it's like he knew Renegade it's like he knew that was that right right after Renegade was playing? I I I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I, I'm trying but... to, I think it was 
right after Renegade was played, and it just it just absolutely crushed us. I was like, gosh, dog it. You know, I was just like, I was like, man, and then, and then the crowd was trying to get back into it after. Right, like, right. Why is the spot? Oh, it? yeah, he, he when the crowd was yeah. booing and stuff like that because it, yeah. Yeah, you're taking away the juice. You took all the juice away from us, and that, that, that that's frustrating. It's like, how the hell do y'all mess up a spot after you had three minutes to figure out said spot because the highlight reel was going? Yes. That All you had to do was put the ball in the right place. And by the way, I would like to say we have – for all the technology and technological advancements we have, Wolf, in this in, in, in everything football, how is it that we still have a chain and a little floppy marker that that's arbitrary on the opposite end that does not is not attached to the chains? By the way, uh, we have this antiquated system of measurement. We have lasers and pylon right, cams right, and right. drones and. Sky cams and all this other. And then we have chain gangs still. We still have guys <laughs> who come out with linked pieces of chain connected to tall orange poles to measure if you've made 10 yards or not. Are you serious? Just think about that, Wolf. <laughs> think about that. We're, we, we get three angles of view in the coaches film. TV has about another eight cameras. You, and then when it's special games, you get these special orange pylons that let you know when the ball crosses, the, you know, over the o, o, over the over the goal line. And we still have this system. Are you kidding me? You know what's funny? And for whatever reason, this just stimulates a story, a past story. But remember when you guys were in Indianapolis, and and I think it was '05, the uh, uh, division championship round, when uh, Ben, you know, in the uh, uh, the old Hoosier Dome. Oh, yeah, yeah, the RCA dump. Yeah, the RCA dump. There you go, I, whatever the darn thing was called. Uh, I, yeah. I, I I can't forget when it was um, Ben walking along and before they came out for the first series, but the, the crowd is just going ballistic. You remember that, you know, they pumped in music and stuff like or noise crowd sounds uh, earlier in the year, and then you come back to the uh, RCA dome and, and uh, you know the crowd's going bonkers, and I'll never forget watching Ben tell a joke to one of the old guys holding the down marker before he goes out on the field. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sitting there going, does he know how big a gain this is? Does he have any idea about how much pressure he's supposed to be under? He's telling this guy, this older guy, a nice older gent, holding the the, the third down marker, second down marker, whatever he had on the thing there before they got out, and you know. What are you doing? You know, I mean, you got to be near panicky going out there. He was just calm and cool as a cucumber, man. He just going up and he tells this joke to this guy, and they all they have a good laugh. And I'm like, and then he goes down the field. Remember that first series? He goes oh, down yeah. the field throwing the ball like crazy and like going, wow. But that, for whatever reason, it just popped in my gourd thinking about that. You know, that was yeah. that was coolness under fire, man. Well, and it's amazing how the second time we go to Indy, it's not as loud as it was the first time we went to Lincoln. Yeah, what happened there? How'd that happen? Yeah, I wonder how that happened, right? When you don't <laughs> pump crowd noise into an already packed crowd yeah, but, to make it boy. deafening. It's, it's amazing when you can communicate how much better you look as a team. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. it's quality. That's quality. high quality there, man. There's no question about it. Look, you know, the thing about it is um, – the, you know, this was truly a good, bad, and ugly type of game. You know what I mean? And you go all yeah. the way back. I mean, 
the good. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, again, with another great ability to snatch a ball. Uh, a guy running a seam route, and you got Alex Highsmith in trail, and he comes over the top. And, and what an athletic uh, interception. I, I mean, it was just absolutely yeah. fantabulous. I was a little surprised at the run back. It looked like he – I don't know. He didn't seem to want to run it really hard back. I just wondered if he, he tweaked something or something. Because he just went to the out of bounds kind of easy, you know what I mean? Or, or if he was out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. That's that's a good point. That could, that could also be another thing. Sometimes they do get tired. Yeah, you're just like even those guys. I don't have the juice in me to make this juke move, <laughs> and I see a lineman coming, so it's like you know what? I don't want that hit today. I've already won the play. <laughs> Guess who the MVP of this play was? It was me, me. 39. I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the victory. Um, so, how about this, Wolf? Let's do this real quick. Defensive. Give me one play good. One. You gave me the good. Now, give me the bad. And then I'm assuming the ugly there's is going to be the Akello Witherspoon. So, what's your um, bad yeah, that's, play? That's, well, there's, I think there's several of each. <laughs> okay, you know well, what I mean? you, give me yours, and then I'll go with yeah. my stuff. Okay, well, I went with that? my good. All right, so yeah, what's I, your I know good? you went with your good. Yeah, you All do right, a good. My, my good, I'm going to go with – we had no tackles for losses. But you know what I like? I like Malik Reed on the short stuff. There was, a cert, there was a play in the second quarter, and they ran this stunt where they shifted at the last second, and Malik Reed was playing like a pseudo inside backer. Mm-hmm. And they ran and they ran the inside zone to the left, and Malik Reed stuffed it at the line of scrimmage. You know, he did was, some good stuff. I, he did some good stuff, but I like the defensive formation because it almost looked like it shifted to an overload, mm-hmm. and then he and then at the last second before the snap, he shifted into looking like a Jack Backer walking up in the line of scrimmage and made the play on the line of scrimmage. I like that play. That, so that was my good. Well, Malik, Malik Reed came out, hey, your first time out, you got four tackles and one quarterback hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. Not bad. You yeah. know, I mean, it wasn't great. Look, part of the problem, and I probably we should go to break before we get any deeper into this. But Actually, we should. We yeah. Should, but finish but your thoughts. I'll just, yeah, I'll just finish my thought. I was surprised that the Steelers didn't get any sacks on Mac Jones. I was really surprised. I really thought they were going to drop Even him. Even for as fast as he was, yeah. Yeah, that was surprising to me. So, okay, I've said it. I'll say okay. no more. You're, all right, you're good. You're good. Here, I want to make sure our fans know before we go to break, you can check out the Steelers Weekend Review hosted by Wesley Euler, one of our own ninjas here in the studio. <laughs> it's a recap of the previous game as well as a look at the Steelers' next opponent. New episodes drop every Tuesday, and that's very important this week since we play on Thursday uh, to hear the recap and the preview. Um, available on the Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. And when we come back, Wolf, we're going to finish with our good, the bad, and the ugly uh, for the defense and wrap that up. And then we'll start turning our eyes towards some of the candidates for the good, bad, and the ugly in the offensive side. I think that'll be a little bit slimmer category <laughs> in the good, but we do have it nonetheless. You're listening to In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks here on SNR, ESPN Radio, and, of course, the iHeartMedia app. Talk to you soon.
is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, you are in the locker room. And Wolf, like I said, we're getting back to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. And we, we've talked about the good, right? You said the Minka interception. That's good, Go hanging man. fruit on that one. That was a good one. I said the Malik Reed stop on a defensive formational thing. I like the technical aspect of that one, and it yielded no yards. Um, we talked about the ugly. I know we kind of went earlier because that was kind of the top of – Top of the subject hour, and that was that Akello Witherspoon, you know, should I have jumped for it? I wasn't worried about him jumping, and then he right. outjumps me yeah. uh, moment. And I agree, that was my ugly as well. That was probably the ugliest moment. But bad, like you said, there, there, there's a couple of bads that are in contention right. in this category. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to say the misinterception by Cam Sutton. The one that was literally one. Went yes. in. Yeah, it went in his hands. It was there. It was ready, and it was signed, sealed, delivered better than Stevie Wonder could sing it, and and he dropped it. He did. And you know what? That was one of the easiest passes Cam has ever had an opportunity to intercept. And normally, that's one he just snatches up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's almost like he was looking for that big play moment to do the big play thing, and it got a little bit ahead of him. Because he is such a consistent pro. I, I really think highly of, yeah. of Cam Sutton's skills. His his toolkit that he brings with him in that position, being able to go from the corner to inside and play even playing safety if they if, if they had needed a, to press him into three safety stuff. He could do it all. And for him to drop that one, that's I mean, that that could have been ugly, but it's just bad because Cam is is normally he's up to snuff on that and he's not going to miss that two times that's for sure. No, he absolutely isn't, and we hope he gets another shot at it because, like you said, man, you just you hate for that to to that opportunity. But you know what, Wolf? I'm gonna ask this. What's that? Honor honorable mention. Honorable mention. Agreed on that one. Okay. All right. Well, there's there's a lot of there's all kinds of stuff. So don't limit yourself to just one or two things, man. You know. Yeah, that's what I say. It was honorable mention. You know, I just I want to hear a couple of them. Okay, but before we move off of Cam, think about this. All right, if 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 Cam catches that ball, uh, well, wait a minute. They, they actually they caught uh, Cam, uh, Cam Hayward on an unnecessary roughness on that one, or was that after the? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I thought that, that was, was a, I thought it was that was after. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Cam would have, uh, Cam Sutton would have had the uh, interception. Yeah, there. we would have had, we would have had that one outright. Yeah. Yes. And it wouldn't have led to it. It wouldn't have led to a rough, uh, uh, unnecessary roughness. <laughs> Absolutely. That there they you wouldn't go. have been on the field. <laughs> and of course, that that also was uh, resulted in the touchdown. Damian Harris scored it up the middle on a two yard touchdown run. You know. Yeah. So that's a bummer. The butterfly effect was, you know, what they scored a touchdown a few plays later. So yes, that's the butterfly effect. Right. See, you know, that, it's that, very that's a butter. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I highly, love it. You, highly strategery. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it it's just it encapsulates you, Wolf. It yes. encapsulates you. <laughs> you are it, and it is you. <laughs> well, we got the ugly with Nelson Aguilar. We got uh, let's see. Oh, that here's here's probably my ultimate ugly. Okay. The final six thirty three. Yes. Ultimate ugly. You know, when I was in Minnesota, they used to have um the ugliest man in camp. You know, I had two years I played in Minnesota. Oh, and, and oh they, yeah. 
<laughs> they would crown a ugliest man in training camp. Uh, I think I came in third. <laughs> hey, hey. In that contest, third is good. You'll take. You, 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 hey, you didn't take. You didn't take the crown. I, I didn't which take is the nice. crown. Brian Habib, all six foot seven, three hundred and twenty-five pounds of Brian Habib, big, huge guy, and he got he got the ugliest man in camp. Oh my goodness! But anyhow, as, uh, I, as I look back on this, um, you know, the last six thirty-three, the Patriots ran the ball nine times for sixty-five yards. Over the final yeah. six thirty-three, Max, that that was really excruciating. That little bit, yeah that 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 was, that, was that, ugly. That, that was ugly. I mean, that was ugly. That that was pouring dirt in the grave at that point. Yeah, um, yeah. just to know that you could run at will and that you were going to get greater than you know, essentially that's almost seven yards a pop. Um, that that's that's never a good sign, and the ultimate. Dis at the end, yep. taking the consecutive knees three. at the end of yes. the last three. Yes, that one. That that that's the ultimate nail in the coffin because that means you've exhausted all opportunities. Right. And hey, listen, I'm gonna give Cam and and Tyson credit for trying to force something by blowing the guy back. Maybe maybe Mack will fumble or something. I right. get it. Right. You know because and, and you're pissed in that moment. The game's so tight. And like you said, you hadn't you hadn't had the opportunity, you hadn't lived up to the expectation at the end of the game to close it out and get the ball back in the offense's hands. So tempers flare. But you know, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with another bad. Okay, if that's okay with you. Uh, My not? other bet was that overthrown the second possible pick for Minka when Minka was trailing across it. He stopped because he thought the ball was coming back. And he realized if he had stepped two more feet to the left, the ball would have fell yes, in his hands. Yes, yes, That Oh, that one. I was like, that oh, was, that one hurt. man. That one that hurt. That one hurt because that was another airmailed, signed, sealed, delivered ball for Minka. And that would have – I mean, that would have been Minka's third pick of the season. And he was right there. And he knows it, too. Because right. you saw the instant reaction. It's almost like – it's almost like a shortstop where you're trying to plan the one hopper. Yes. You know, that, that comes off to you and you and you kind of slide and go to the left, you kind of pause, and the ball goes over your right shoulder. And you're just like ah, and now and now the outfielder has to run up because you're in a bad position. Now you have to flip your hips and try and run backwards. And you realize you could have thrown a guy out at first if you just would have stayed neutral, right? Yeah. <laughs> But you picked a side, almost like a soccer goalie, right, on penalty kicks. You know, you're trying to anticipate which way is he going to kick in. The kicker's always trying to fool you, uh, you know, whether he, whether he's going to kick it left or kick it right. And he kind of runs, and it looks like he stops the last second and pivots it and kicks it the opposite direction. That's, that's what it felt like. And that was just one where it wasn't, it wasn't like an egregious thing by, by Minka, but it was like a missed opportunity. Because it was. they don't give you that many, and and that was now another opportunity. I mean, think about this. Mac Jones could have been picked off three times, and we would have been heralding this defense uh, again, right. and they would have saved the offense again. But to our chagrin, it did not happen. That was another one that I had to put in the bad category. That was just like, oh, man, it was so close yet so far away. When you talk about three interceptions, are you including the Kello? If the, you would have, no, I was including the cam, the cam one. Okay, all right. I was right. including. I'm, I'm talking about the easy sign seal deliver. I felt like a Kellos was going to be a PBU. 
Mm-hmm. That's the best I felt it could have been in that situation. He was thinking interception. Aguilar was thinking reception. And I would have loved to PBU in that moment. <laughs> just, just break it up. Just break once it once you see he his hands are over your face, just punch up. Exactly. Punch up and just break it up. Like that. that so I'm not even counting that one's interesting. I'm counting the Cam miss and then that and then the Minka. The Minka misjudgment. Like he 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 went right, ball went left. Those are that, that's what I'm counting as my three. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, I, I, I need more sleep. Because uh, the yeah. first thing I thought of when you oh, said PBU. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. You, you were need th- it more th- than th- me. You were, yeah. think, you were thinking food. You were thinking food. I was about I to did. say. Hey, PBJ. Hey, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you were thinking of PBJ. Wrong, wrong end of the alphabet, Wolf. Wrong end of the alphabet. Remember <laughs> what we were grabbing up at training camp all the time? The Uncrustables, oh, man. <laughs> And you know what? And I forgot. One of our listeners actually sent me a picture that they got in their little goodie bag at work. They got an Uncrustable, and they and they were like, "Yep, these are good." So, so I can't I, I can't remember who it was. I'll find it and, and and shout them out a little bit later. But they did send me a picture of the uh, of the Uncrustable. I was like, "That's amazing." I, my mouth was watering. You know, it's almost like you could make a superhero movie out of that. The Uncrustables. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's built in right there. It is. Absolutely. Look, let's take a break. We'll come back with more because when we come back, we are going to keep giving you the good, the bad, and the ugly right here on SNR. Yep.